The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week we will discuss tools, tips, and ways to radiate your best life ever, interviewing practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Hi, and welcome back. Today on the Radiate Wellness Podcast, we radiate resilience with Bevan Ferrand. Did I say that right? You did. Oh my gosh. Well, Bevan has had just a, what did you call it? A a brutal, <laughs> brutal. Someone the other day said it's brutal. <laughs> a brutal story. Um, but anyway, Bevan, you your company, your website is called Take the Damn Trip, which I just love. So, can you tell us, like, like you're a coach? I am. You are a a mastermind leader. Um, let's let's. Yeah. Tell us a bit about what Take the Damn Trip is about. Okay. Yeah. So um, in May of 2019, my husband, Mark, surprised me on Mother's Day with four bottles of Bordeaux wine and a card written in French. And he let me know that he was going to be taking me to France for my 40th birthday, which was in November. And he wanted to give us time to plan because we had two young children. So we, you know, had to plan childcare and everything. And then two weeks later, I got laid off. And this was the third time I had been laid off in my career. And we, you know, I had just taken maternity leave. We had just paid off, you know, a car and like we, you know, kind of depleted our savings with the expectation that that would not be happening. I thought I was going in for promotion and instead I got laid off. And so we were talking one day, we live in the country. So we were walking down a country road and I said to Mark, I'm not going to look for a job anymore. And he's an, he was an engineer. So he was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and, uh, but I said, look, this is the third time and I'm not going to put the financial health of myself and our family in the hands of anyone else again, because when you lose your job, you lose all your income in an instant. It's like that. But so I said, I'm going to start my own company and I'm going to take what I've been doing for over the past 10 years as a brand strategist and a launch strategist. And I'm going to do that for smaller entrepreneurs and small businesses who want to grow their business. And at that time, my company was called collaborate.work. And so I said, let's test it. Let's do a proof of concept. And if I can make $5,000 by the end of August, then, then I'll proceed. (laughs) And so I did, I made a thousand dollars in July and then I made $5,000 by the end of August. And then I was, had gotten my business up to pretty consistent $10,000 months, um, by September, October and beyond. But we still were like, should we cancel this trip? Right. Cause we are two income families being an entrepreneur is not guaranteed. So we decided to go and we had an amazing time, beautiful country. Um, it ranged the whole time, but it was still lovely. Um, great food, delicious wine. And we got to be together and we were really a team. Like 
all through our whole relationship, we had, we had talked about the fact that we're a team, we're on each other's side. So it was great for us to connect to who we were before we had children, before we got married. And we came home and it was Thanksgiving week. So we, Mark had taken the whole week off work. We did a lot of stuff around the house. We took our daughter to her first movie theater show. We got ready for Thanksgiving. This was pre-COVID. So there were like 20 people that came. <laughs> and it's always been my favorite holiday. And the next morning, Mark didn't wake up. Oh my God. He, he passed away in the middle of the night, completely unexpectedly. We had no idea that he had undiagnosed heart disease. Oh um, one of his arteries was 95% blocked and the other was 50% blocked. And so it was just, I mean, it was everybody's worst nightmare. And all of a sudden I am now a solo parent of two kids under three, sole financial provider, a business owner, a solo parent. And I don't have my, my cheerleader and my best friend next to me. And so it was, it was just brutal at that point. There was nothing beautiful about it. It was just brutal. And so about a month later, I made a post on Facebook and I, talked a little bit more about the trip and said, you know, I didn't really post about my birthday this year because all of this happened. And I ended that post saying, I was so glad we'd gone on that adventure together. And whenever you're faced with a choice, just take the damn trip. And that really resonated with people. And I got so many messages about trips that people had taken or that they had wanted to take. And it's not about a trip. It's about the chance that we take and that, cause that can be taking the chance to start a business or taking the chance to adopt a child or move across country. And so I had to think back to the hardest things that I've been through in my life. So not just losing Mark, but yeah. I lost my dad to cancer when I was 24. I lost my home in a house fire in 2010. I have, um, I'm always very open about the fact that my kiddos are IVF babies. So I've been through years of fertility treatments and a miscarriage and, and also all of those things, but then also the beautiful, wonderful things that I've created out of that. So having my kiddos building a successful business, even during a pandemic and even while grieving my husband, um, building our dream home, you know, all of these things. And I thought, what are the things, the mindsets that I do differently than other people, not better, but differently. And that's where the damn framework came up. Cause it does me, I say damn a lot. Like, and I have things like I have a meditation called just one damn minute. I have a mastermind called grow your damn business, but damn means something. So it right. stands, <laughs> it stands for decide and declare mm -hmm. attend your own party moments, not minutes. And now is the time. Wow. Okay. Can, okay. Can you break those down for us? Yeah. So, okay. So decide and declare, cause this is where it's really applicable across every arena. Right. Um, and, and I'll tell, I'll, I'll break it down and then I'll tell you about my most recent big, bold, crazy dream and how I applied it as well. So when we talk about deciding and declaring, we have to find our yes and our why, because when everything is a top priority, nothing is right. So we find our yes, the thing we're willing to go all in on for now. Mm -hmm. And then we find our why, because the why carries you through when things get hard and they will get hard. So like for me, I've spent a lot of time on this and I always like I do exercises with my clients where we like kind of brain dump like what your yes could be. And then we hone in and the same with the why. And then we we craft it into a very easy to say memorable sentence for yourself so that like when you say it, you know, all the things it means. So mine is I want to share the damn framework with as many people as possible in as many ways as possible. That's my yes. And my why is in order to support and, and inspire my family. Mm. And that means a lot to me, right? Like my, when I say I want to share the framework, it helps me decide when I get asked to do a project does this support that yes or not? And then the no's become so much easier when it's like, oh no, that doesn't support my yes. 
and my why means so much. It's I want to be able to take my kids to a different country every summer and let them learn the language. I want to be able to buy my sister's dinner out without thinking about whether or not it's in my, it's in my bank account. I want to be able to, I don't want to have to worry about dessert or appetizer. So that's my, that when I say support and inspire my family, it encompasses all of those things. So that's the decide. And then the declare is we got to declare it to ourselves. I'm not saying shout it from the social media rooftops right away, but declare it to ourselves, write it in a journal, start sharing it with a small group of people, and then expand that out so that we're declare, we're putting our stake in the ground. So that's the D. Let's decide to declare. Attend your own party. They all have two parts. <laughs> it's really like an eight-part framework. Attend your own party. It's two things. One, it's that we make our strongest decisions when we are grounded in the moment. Mm-hmm. And when we understand that we are creating our experience through our own thoughts and then thoughts can change in an instant. So when we understand that, when we understand like, Hey, I'm upset about this, but maybe I can reframe my thoughts. Maybe I can question my thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if people are like, Oh, I could never be a successful entrepreneur says who, you know, I could never be in a loving relationship. Like why? Who says who? Those are just thoughts we have. So getting grounded back in the present moment. And then the other part of it is that attending your own party is staying on your own mat. We compare ourselves to other people. We can always make ourselves feel better or worse, depending on which way we look, Mm -hmm. but we stay on our own mat. It's a yoga term, like stay on your own mat. Don't compare yourself to, you know, flexible flexible Susie over here, like super strong Sam over here, like just stay on your own mat, compare yourself to your own growth and what's going on in your own life. And that way you don't, you don't get caught up in all of the, the muck of, of what other people are doing. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's like attend your own party, not someone else's. Right. Yeah. I started because a client of mine, when I um, was telling me about a story where she had been invited to two parties and she went to the first and it was so much fun and she had a great time and really interesting people and great food and drinks. But she kept thinking about like, oh, when do I go to the second party? Is it going to be as much fun? Will it be better? And so she got to the second party and it was a dud. It totally sucked. But she didn't feel comfortable walking back across Boston by herself. She didn't want to take a cab. So she stayed and she was telling me about, I said, well, you didn't show up at either party because the first party you were thinking about the second and the second you were bummed about the first, you were never fully present in the moment. So when we choose to be fully present in the moment, we make our strong decisions and we only look about our own progress. That's where we create our big, bold, wonderful life. Ooh, yeah. I, I, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Right, right, right. So moments, not minutes, right, is the fact that we can't be everywhere at once. We have to make choices about whether we're going to go to a work conference or we're going to stay home and go to our kids' soccer game or we're going to um, I'm going to be on this podcast and not somewhere else. So we we choose. I, it came about because I was talking to one of my mentors about being an entrepreneur and having kids and how I was like, am I really going to be able to be there for them enough? And this was after Mark had passed away. And she said, well, do you want to be there for the moments or the minutes? And I was like, oh, I want to be for the moments, the moments that we can't replicate. So I want to be there for my daughter's first day of preschool. I want to be the one that takes them to the pumpkin farm. Now that might mean I don't get to drop them off at preschool every day, but like my one daughter, I leave, um, I leave my desk every day between three and four to go pick her up from preschool because she loves that. And she runs out the door. It's like, she's never seen me before in her life. She's like, mama. And it's the best feeling. And so I make that a priority. That's a moment I don't want to miss. Right. So, and, and the other part of that is allowing ourselves to understand that when we're fully present, wherever we are, then we're not straddling a line. So like right now, I know that my son is outside playing with our sitter 
but I'm not feeling guilty about not being with him. I'm fully present here mm-hmm. because I know that this morning when we had breakfast, I was fully present with him. I wasn't thinking about you. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I'm not <laughs> When I put my kids to bed at night and we're reading stories and singing songs, I'm with them. I'm not checking my phone when we're at the zoo. So it's when we allow ourselves to be fully present where we are, knowing that we give our as much as possible. I get it. Like, you know, you can be distracted a bit, but we're not like have our phone on one ear. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The lions are great. Like we are fully present so that then we can be fully present when we're working with clients or we're with somebody else. So that's like the moments that we choose. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So then now is the time that's the end. Now is the time (laughs) is that there's never going to be a perfect day. So why not today? Right. There's never going to be a perfect time. But I get it because the scariest place to be is standing still. It is, there's inertia. An object at rest tends to stay at rest. An object in motion tends to stay in motion. So when we are standing still, it takes a lot of energy to get started and get moving. And so I teach people to take micro actions towards their dream, which is the smallest possible action that you will actually take. Yeah. So if you still feel frozen, if you say, I'm going to start a business and the first thing I need is a website. So I'm going to go build a website. That is actually a huge undertaking. It is huge. Just go buy the URL. Then just pick the headline, pick the picture you're going to use. Like micro actions because so if you find yourself frozen make it smaller because once you start taking those micro actions you will build up momentum and that will take you further but you have to take that first step it's like you're at the bottom of a mountain and that looks too far away just go to the first tree then the next tree then then you can climb an entire mountain going tree to tree to tree to tree mm-hmm That really speaks to me. I'm all about, you know, progress versus perfection and, you know, doing something so the universe knows that you're in it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing, the universe, I mean, the universe will start to respond and be like, oh, this person has decided and declared what they're going to do and they are choosing to stay present and they are choosing significance and moments and they are taking action. Let me help them. Right. Like let things show up, let people show up who are going to help you. Mm -hmm. Well, even meditation, my approach is, you know, we, if yeah, who has an hour to sit down and meditate? Nobody does. Right. You know, unless you're you're Dalai Lama or something like that. But we have little moments here and there that we can put towards that. Right. Same thing with stretching exercises, um, what have you. So yeah, that, that really, really speaks to me and then taking action in the moment and it's going to be more inspired than, you know, remember in the eighties, we talked about multitasking and that was kind of the big buzzword. doesn't work. Doesn't work. No, I've said it before where I'm like, I'm not really multitasking. I'm not really, Tasking, I'm sort of just multi-aid. Like I'm just right. doing a bunch of ineffective things. I'll let the same point. But yeah. your point about meditation, I mean, that's why I have the meditation called just one damn minute. Yeah. So and yeah, so and you you can get it at just one damn minute.com. It's free. And it basically just walks you through your senses because your body can only ever be in in the present moment. So if you're not sure if you're in anxiety or fear, because fear is useful, there's actually something you need to do, but anxiety is our thoughts. So if you're not sure if you're in anxiety, then getting grounded back in your body will help you make the decision of, is there a tiger in the room or not? And so it just walks you through like whenever to do it, like literally in five seconds, I just like, will like take a breath and I'll like run my fingers over my hands or like on my legs and be like, okay, this is where I am. But it walks you through like breathing and then five things you can see and four things you can hear. And it just helps you be like, get back in touch with all of your senses. I love that. I use that technique with clients a lot. 
Yeah. It just gets you right smack into your body. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. And you've worked that into a, into a, a minute long meditation. I love yeah, that. You can do it in a minute. So, um, so do you want me to tell you my, my most recent exciting trip? <laughs> Please, do. Please do. So like I said, I use this framework all the time and what I've, I told you, my kids are IVF babies. And what a lot of people didn't know is that when Mark passed away, we were about 60 days away from starting a new round of IVF to have our third child. Yeah. And I've always known I wanted three kids. And so, you know, after a few weeks after Mark passed, I was like, that's not fair. It's not fair that I'm losing that dream as well. And so in 2020, I decided and declared that I was going to proceed with IVF on my own as a solo parent with the embryos that Mark and I had frozen before he passed away. And so I did the same thing. Like I said, I decided and declared. I stayed present in the moment to make decisions. I even told my doctor, um, I'm giving myself permission to change my mind at any time up till the moment that you implant that embryo. And he was like, I mean, I have, I have to make plans. Like I have to schedule it. I was like, I'm just telling you like, cause he was like, are you sure you want to do this? I said, just don't worry. I am checking in with myself. And if I feel like we need to delay, I will let you know. And then I was choosing the moments for my family. And this was, this was the thing I knew was right. It was never, when I thought about the decision, it was easy. I knew it was going to take work, but it just felt right. And then I said, now is the time. I talked to my sister. I have three sisters. I was talking to one of them and I said, there's never a day that this isn't a totally crazy idea. So why not today? Why not now when my kids are all close in age, when my body is this age, not five years older. And so I now have a 10 week old baby. Yes. <laughs> so I now have three children under the age of five, but, and her name is Miristella, which means miraculous star. Cause she is truly a little miracle baby. She is. Yes. In fact, I was trying to schedule you a bit earlier, but you were giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not available that week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well congratulations thank you huge how are your how are your first two children dealing with a new baby sister they love her so much but it is a lot of changes and they are I am definitely seeing it um there's it's it's a jungle here I, I jokingly say having a third kid is is a breeze except for the first two <laughs> but no they're doing great I mean they my daughter who's four and a half is the biggest helper like she's just she's so loves bringing diapers or holding baby or giving her a bottle she's so funny I said Guinevere you are so helpful she goes mom every time ask for me (laughs) I was like like, okay. like, what does that mean? <laughs> you got it, kid. Oh my gosh. You got a budding entrepreneur on your hands. 100%. Performer and entrepreneur coming your way. <laughs> I love it. And so it, it's, of course, very different parenting now without yeah. your partner. Yeah. Uh, are you doing anything to, and this is kind of a more personal note, but That's okay. are yeah. you doing anything to kind of mark that with him and mark his presence? Oh, yes. A hundred percent. First of all, the reason I chose Miristella was because I wanted an M name yeah. um, in, in honor of him. I didn't want it to be like so on the nose. Right. But, um, you know, that's again, why I did like miraculous star and, and Elizabeth was, is her middle name. And we wanted it. That was a name we had discussed a lot. So yes. Um, and all my, my third daughter looks like my son who don't look like my first daughter, but somehow all of them look exactly like their dad. <laughs> so they look so much like him, but we, it's funny. We have pictures of him everywhere and we talk about him and my, my oldest daughter was old enough to really know him. My son was only 10 months old when Mark passed away. So 
Mark, or sorry, Jonathan and Maricela really don't know. I mean, Maricela doesn't, won't know Mark at all, but Guinevere and I were talking about it. And I said, you have such an important job. Cause she was really sad one day. She was like, I really miss daddy. I was yeah. like, me too. And I said, you, you and I have such an important job. We have to tell the stories to Jonathan and Maristella so that they can know daddy too. We have to tell them about how silly he was when he would do somersaults into your room and how he would like have his like bad dance dance parties and how silly he was. And then that makes her laugh. And she says, yeah, we have to tell them all those stories. So we keep his, his presence very much around. Did you know that Radiate Wellness is more than just a podcast? That's right. We're also a comprehensive holistic wellness practice. Find out about our services, practitioners, and upcoming events at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. While you're there, visit our podcast page to read more about our great guests and even donate to the podcast. If you like our podcast, you can help in other ways as well, like subscribe or follow us wherever you're listening right now. Tell a friend, a family member, or a coworker about the great content you find here. And if you wouldn't mind, please give us a thumbs up, a five-star rating, or a positive review. Sounds like a small thing, but it really helps. You might like to know about our Facebook communities while we're at it. We have a free community, the Radiate Wellness Community, on Facebook for news and great free content. Our subscribers group is Radiate U, as in the letter U, but also, well, you. There you'll find curated replays of past classes, guest interviews, and more. And now, Back to our podcast and back to our guest. Yeah, yeah. That was awfully brave. A brave decision to be a parent of yet another child and do it all on your own. Um, And I have a lot of help. (laughs) I have a lot of help. And um, that was one of the things I, when I was making the decision, was because I built this business, you know, I talked about, so it was collaborate.work. It is now shifted over to take the damn trip. And in that, I, like you said, I coach people. I have a mastermind called grow your damn business. Um, I am releasing a course called start your damn business. We have a community, all these things. And when I thought about having this baby, I said, I will only do it if I can support my family without relying on my mom moving in, my sisters, you know, moving in. I didn't want to put that burden on them. Now they come and they participate all the time, but I didn't want to put the burden on them. So I was like, I can only do it if financially I can afford the childcare that I need and we can continue life as we are. So, you know, I built collaborate.work into a multi six figure business in less than a year during a pandemic while grieving my husband. And so now the shift of take the damn business, it's, you know, I took 10 weeks off for maternity leave. So I'm not going to have the same year that I had last year, but I mean, we've already hit six figures for the year. So it's still like, I use this framework. I make the decisions. I coach my clients to, pick the one thing they're going to go after and go full force so that they can be successful. Oh my gosh. So, you know, with guests that I've had, you're not certainly not the first guest I've had who has had a difficult story and then triumphed after it. Right. Yeah. I always want to know what is your secret sauce? How did you take these tragedies and you've had multiple tragedies, right? Yeah. And then have the perseverance to keep on going, not only to keep going, but to thrive from it. Oh, that's such a good question. Um, Well, I think part of it is I'm okay grieving. I'm okay having bad days. I think sometimes people think the only way they can thrive is to 
never have a bad day and to like pretend that there's not bad moments. And the problem with that is it's kind of like pushing a beach ball under the water is you like push it down and push it. Eventually it's going to explode. And so I just, I really do try to stay very present and say, okay, um, you know, today is a bad day. I'm probably not going to be as effective as, I love Don Miguel Ruiz's four agreements. Oh yeah. And and the one where he says, always do your best. I add and no more, right? Like some days my best is jam a day, build a fort, popcorn on the couch. Like that's what we're doing. And some days my best is, you know, let's take an adventure to a pumpkin farm and like learn. (laughs) So, you know, on those days, because I, again, I know when I have a hard day, I'm giving myself grace, then I can be present on my better days. So I think that's part of it. And then I, this was something I realized after my house fire, which, and I was talking to the contractor it was a, a six flat in Chicago. So the whole building had to be gutted. And I came up, my mom had come into town to help me. And I walked up to the building like two days after the fire and the contractor was standing outside and I was like, Hey, I'm just going to run inside and grab something. I'll be right out. And he, I came out and he was like, do you live here? And I was like, well, nobody lives here now. And he was like, how are you standing and cracking jokes. And I said, well, look, we can't choose what happens to us. We can only and always choose how we respond, not react because react is emotional, but how we respond. And so that has helped me deal with things a lot. I mean, I don't think everything happens for a reason, at least not a good one. Like I don't try to find the silver lining in things. You're never going to convince me that my husband died for a good reason, but I need to take care of my children and I need to take care of myself and I want to keep our house. And so my response has been to continue with my business. And when it came clear that take the damn trip was the way I wanted to go, I was willing to pivot and follow that. Mm, Beautiful. Yeah, because we've all faced tragedies. We've all faced, um, you know, negative events. And we can always choose how we react to it, how we respond to it. I like that. Yes. Well, and I think, too, you know, first of all, I say a lot. Trauma does not have to stop us from being successful. Like everything can be either an obstacle or an excuse and we get to decide what it is. Mm -hmm. So having a traumatic experience does not have to stop us now. It's funny because sometimes I tell my story and people are like, oh my God, if you've gotten through all of that, how can I be upset about whatever's happening? Like I had a friend who was like, she was clearly upset. And I I was staying with her after the fire and I was like, what's wrong? And she's like, it's nothing compared to your life. And I was like, yeah, but what is it? She was like, well, I didn't get any sleep because her daughter was awake and her husband was snoring and she was just exhausted and frustrated. I said, look, that's your reality right now. And that is very real for you. And it's hard. It doesn't matter if you think it is harder or not as hard, you know, like than my life, like it's hard and you can honor that. So I think that, um, you know, what if somebody hears my story and feels like, oh, they shouldn't feel upset or they shouldn't feel like they should feel like, Oh my God, I should be so grateful. Don't compare yourself to me. Like stay on your mat. Like you can use the inspiration, but stay on your own mat. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Well, I tell my clients, you know, trauma is trauma. Trauma is that you and your best friend at five years old got into a fight and you were no longer friends or trauma can be that your father molested you when you were a child. Trauma is trauma right? We need to all own it, experience it, feel the feelings, and then we can release it. And then we can move on. But yeah, yeah, you're right. The more we hold on to it, the more it becomes a, an excuse rather than an obstacle. Right. Yeah. So I want to go through like your business, take the damn trip.com and all the wonderful things that you do offer. And, um, you've got such great information. Oh my God. Yeah. Can just walk us through what you've got. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, like I said, take the damn trip is very much, um, 
it's, it can be applied anywhere. And so we have a take the damn trip community, which is a free community to join. And it's really a great space where people are cheering you on to go after your big, bold, crazy dream. So I, you know, I had to be really clear with people that this is not about a vacation. It can be, but like, it's not, it's, it's really that chance that you're willing to take. And so when people are not sure about what that thing is, I was so surprised when I would ask people like, what's your big dream? And they're like, I don't know. And I was like, really? And I realized it's because we've forgotten how to dream without rules. Mm. We, when we were kids, it was like, I'm going to be a princess astronaut who also is the Nobel Peace Prize winner. And now we're like, oh, I don't know. Do you think I could, could dream 1% bigger? And so I've turned trip into four questions that you can ask yourself. Okay. When I like things that are easy for me to remember. (laughs) (laughs) Easier it is for me to remember, the easier it is for me to talk about it. (laughs) So if you're not sure, like if you're debating which business to start or which venture to go after, you ask yourself, are you willing to make it your top priority? So that's the T, right? You're going to have to say no to some things. You're going to you know, not Netflix binge on the weekends, you know, whatever it is, not go in two directions at once. So are you willing to make it your top priority? Are you willing to resource it? That's the R. So resourcing it means time, energy, focus, money. Not all at the same time. Like sometimes we have more time than money. Like if you're starting out and you have to do more stuff yourself, you have more time than money. You get to a point, like, I'll be honest, I'm at this point now, I don't have a lot of time. So I delegate things. I, I hire people to do things because I don't have enough time. Then is it inspiring? That's the I. Is it something you're moving towards rather than away from? And is it something like that's going to keep you going that you're going to stay excited about it? Right. And then the P is, is it personal? Is it your own dream? Because too often we're going after a dream that someone else thinks we should go after. True. Yeah. Something that our parents thought was great, our spouse, our friends, or we're just like, oh, my personal dream is too silly to go out. I mean, when I told people I was thinking about getting pregnant with my third child as a solo parent, some people thought it was crazy. (laughs) Of course you're crazy, Bevan, but that's what makes life worth living. I know. I know, but it was my personal dream. And I knew that personal dream. You knew you wanted three children. Yeah. Right. So that's the take the damn trip community. I also, um, last year hosted a summit. I'm going to host another one next year. Um, last year it was called take the damn trip summit. It'll be called take the damn chance summit in 2022. Mm-hmm. And so the recordings are on take the damn trip.com. You can buy them there and it's interviewing, um, 13 women and one man who, about the moment, like the, the trip they took that changed their lives. Like that moment that made all the difference, um, which is bit was really fun to see like one person packed their whole family up and moved crowd from Alaska to Florida with like three suitcases. Um, you know, just the amazing like things that people that is, have inspired them to do. Another woman quit her high power job as an attorney, like just really interesting stories. Um, you can buy a take the damn trip t-shirt on there. There's, um, you can sign up for that meditation. And when you sign up for the meditation, you'll also then find out when I launch start the damn business so that, you know, if that's your goal is to start a business, this will be a really great course to help you get clear and help you get into action. Right. Right. And then the mastermind, you've got the mastermind. Oh yeah. So I have a mastermind called grow your damn business. And that's really for women who are ready. They want to take their business to $10,000 months and beyond. They want to have a sustainable six figure a year business. Um, and that it's so much fun. I love the women that are in this. It's small group coaching. Um, plus you get access to a lot of like my different resources and, yeah. So that, um, that is really fun. And it's gonna, 
it's probably, <laughs> it's going to open up again in November. I will say like, if somebody is listening and they're like, I really want to know more about grow the damn business, you should just ping me directly on Instagram or Facebook and we can talk about it. And, and we'll do a quick call to see if it's a good fit for you. Right. And then I am going to um, do a five day challenge in early November. So if people are like, I, I want to know more about it, then they should come to that. And um, you can learn about that at, I'm trying to think of the URL. This is so bad that I, to be fair, I am three days back from maternity leave. Oh, bless your heart. (laughs) Would it be on the Facebook group? Yeah, well, it's, if you go to growthedambusiness.com, you can sign up for the next time that goes live. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. Yes. I am at takethedamtrip.com right now and looking for that place. So it's join the day, take the damn trip community. And yeah, there's a lot of great resources here. So, um, yeah, here we go down at the bottom. There is a, a contact form and a sign up sheet for that. So perfect. Yeah. yeah I, I'm kind of thinking about doing that myself. That could be kind it's- of fun. It's really fun. Um, it's really fun. And like I said, the, the people in it are so inspiring. And there's something about group coaching yeah. that you you learn from the other people in the group where it's things, because some people only want to work one-on-one. They're like, no, I want all your attention. I'm like, I think you actually would really like the group because people bring their ideas, their questions to it that you didn't even know you should be thinking about. Like, they're like, Oh, I had this issue where my client didn't pay me their last payment. And I, and we'll talk about like, you need better contracts. And somebody else will be like, I don't even have a contract. I didn't even think about the fact that I need that. So, um, it's a really great mastermind. Yeah. So applicable for write the damn book. Yeah. Right. Design the damn class. Yeah. Yeah. Launch the damn program. All of the above. Yeah. And my background is in, is in digital marketing for courses. Um, you know, I've worked with some of the best course creators in the business. I was the, um, senior launch manager for three years for, I will teach you to be rich, which is Ramit Sadie's company. And then I was a summit producer for, um, another company and I was a brand strategist, you know, so for 10 years, what I did was help people develop and launch courses and five, six and seven figure launches. So if that's what you want to do, if what you want to do is expand your business into courses and masterminds and summits, then it's a really good fit for you. Cause that's my area of expertise. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about, Bevan, that you think is important to mention about your work, your journey? Oh, I'm trying. That's a broad question. I can't think of anything. Um, I feel like we covered a lot. Um, yeah. And I would just say, yeah, for sure. Join the community. Um, and you know, I really hope that people will, think about these four mindsets, like, and how you can start to apply it in your life. Because, you know, I do have something actually, this, this was something I'm, I'm reworking. I love speaking and I'm reworking my keynote. So if anybody wants a speaker, I like, that's another thing I love to do, but I was talking about, I was doing the M and I was recently on Amy Porterfield's podcast and they misquoted me. And, and I, but it was so great. So they misquoted me instead of saying moments, not minutes, they said moments, not missed. And I went, damn. And so once you know the, the damn framework that becomes my barometer of like, okay, that's something. So it's like, it can be like, damn, that's so sad. I'm so sorry. Like, damn, that's awful. Or it can be like, damn, that's amazing. Or like, hot damn. That's like, tell me more about that. Or it can just be like a good old fashioned, like, damn. And once you feel that, like, even just saying that I get like the full body feeling like chills. I'm like, that's the moment to go after. 
Like if you're not sure about your yes, if it makes you, when you hear it, when you write it out and you're like, you re- like really digging into it once it's like, yes, damn, that's it. That's, that's the feeling that you want to go after. So I love that they misquoted me. <laughs> and I was, and I was like, yes, that's it. We all want to recognize and honor the moments that are not to be missed, whatever that is. Um, so yeah, that's, that's been fun. And, and the only other thing I'll say, because people have asked me a lot about how to plan for tragedy how to plan for things. How do you plan for tragedy? My God. I don't think you do. Right. I don't think you sit and catastrophize in your mind. I mean, there's no way that I would be sitting in my, if I was worried about something that the last, I never would have been like, oh. what if Mark dies at 40? Right. Yeah. Talk about anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So I think we need to remember that you've gotten through every hard thing you've ever experienced. So what makes you think you can't get through anything else? Because we never lose our creativity. We never lose our resilience. We never lose our ability to think and, and pivot. And so I'll say to people like, we, we never know what's going to happen right to ourselves, to our kids, to the people we love, to our jobs, whatever. We never know what's going to happen. And that's not a reason to live scared, but it is a reason to live fully. Yeah, absolutely. Can you imagine if you hadn't taken the damn trip? I know. Well, and so many things. I mean, after my fire, I decided to move back to Ohio because it was taking forever to rebuild. Send me back to Ohio to spend time with my mom. And that's how I met Mark. I wouldn't have met him if I hadn't come back to Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like if I, if it, there's just so many things, right. That, that have, that have been like a, I'm so glad that I stayed present. The, when my dad was sick with cancer, I came home to visit him. Just, I was coming home from Chicago um, and he was in the hospital. So I was just visiting him. We had, we had, it wasn't like a, you've got to come home. This was just like, a, I'm coming home, dad. And um, they were, we were moving him from his house to his assisted living facility. So there was a day that nobody was going to be at the hospital with him because mm-hmm. my sister would be in one place, my mom, another. So I stayed an extra day. And while he was taking a nap, I sat in the Oso oh Cheery family lounge <laughs> um, with the olive green couches. And I wrote him a letter that was like, these are the moments in our life, our lives together that really resonated with me, like dancing with him at my sister's wedding. And he is the person who gave me the best advice in my life that I've ever gotten. And I was going to mail it to him. And as I was leaving, I said, you know, dad, I want, I want to give this to you. I didn't want it to be awkward and be like, Right. But I like, that's why I was going to mail it. I'm like, I don't want it to be awkward. I'm like, dad, I just want you to have this. Um, there are just some thoughts I had. I love you so much. I'll call you when I get back to Chicago. I called him when I got back. He was like, Bevan, thank you so much for this letter. I really appreciate it. It means so much to me. I love you. That is the last time I talked to my dad because he passed away two days later. So had I mailed that letter, he wouldn't have gotten gotten it. And so when we say the things to the people that we love and we stay in the moment and we stay present, then we, there are fewer moments that we miss. We, we get to experience those moments that are not to be missed. Oh my gosh. I would add, but one thing to that is that oh. listen to the inner nudge. You had the inner nudge mm-hmm. not to mail it. Yeah. Just to give it to him. Yeah, we trust our guts. Exactly. Because that is, I believe it's truly guidance from the divine. So mm-hmm. universe, whatever you want to call it. But yes, yeah, stay present and then listen to those nudges as well. But yeah, that's a beautiful story. I'm so yeah. glad that you were able to come to this from grace and from ease, you know, a place of ease. Because it's truly created miracles for you and yeah. truly created wonderful growth. Thank you. And again, I, I grieve and I get sad and I get angry and frustrated. I get all the feelings. This was not a, my husband passed away. And the next day I was like, I'm going to start a movement. 
it was a year later before it started, but it was, you know, it was born out of, wow, this is really helping a lot of people and it can help a lot more. So let's get it out there. Right. Absolutely. And even taking the trip, you know, you could thought about, thought about canceling it. It's like, Hey, this maybe not, doesn't make sense now that I'm out of a job, et cetera, et cetera. And you took it anyway, because you knew that there were going to be gifts. So I don't know. It's it's just an amazing story and I just can't get over it. That's, um, I, I just wish you so much success with this and I, I'm excited to get this message out there. I'm excited to put you out in front of even more people. Well, thank you for sharing it. That is really the most powerful thing to me is just having more and more people hear about Take the Damn Trip. And so I love what you're doing and and how we all radiate. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just honored to be a part of your story as well. Thank you, Bevan. Radiate Wellness is a community of holistic and alternative healers and consultants based in the Kansas City area dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.